I'm going to handle the four most common objections for setting appointments with sellers. Objection handling. It's something I'm a big fan of. I've practiced, I've learned the scripts, I've put in the work to be able to handle these objections. But there's an important thing, you've heard me say this before, that they're not objections, they're questions, they're gifts, in fact, because it means someone's thinking about moving ahead with a transaction and they want to get some clarity on a few things, or they're nervous and they need someone to guide them. So change your mindset on these objections, and I'm going to break down the four most common objections that have come up and are related to appointment setting with sellers. So here's number one. I'm a little uncertain about the market or the timing's not right. Now, this may be a condition. We'll talk about conditions at the end. If it's not a condition or you get that objection or someone says that to you because that's what an objection is, it's communication that gets in the way of setting an appointment, here's how I'd recommend responding. Hey, totally get it. Most people try to find the ideal time and a lot of, let me start over. Here's how to handle it. Acknowledge it address the objection, and then either go for a close or ask another question. That's the formula we're going to go over here. So again, timing isn't right. I've got some uncertainty about the market. Hey, Mr. Seller, totally get it. Most people, they try to find the ideal time to list their home and to make a move. And a lot of our clients have felt the same way you did. Hey, Mr. Seller, totally get it. Most people, they want to find the ideal time to list or sell or even buy. And a lot of our clients have felt that same way. And it's a common thing to believe. You want to time it perfectly not to interrupt your life. Out of curiosity, what does the ideal time look like for you? And then stop talking and hear what they have to say. They're going to go over what they're trying to figure out, what they're trying to find. Maybe they've got some misconceptions about the market. We don't know until you ask the question. Whoever asks, the most questions controls the conversation. Thanks, Phil Jones. So then whatever they tell you, let's say that they want to wait for rates to calm down or some stability in the market. Okay, got it. If I could show you how we can help navigate all of those conditions and what's happening in the market right now and make this move happen for you in a stress-free manner, would you be open-minded about a quick strategy session or a planning meeting to go over what that would look like for you? So you acknowledge the fear, you acknowledge the objection, get specifics, and then tailor your listing presentation around, here's how we deal with X, Y, and Z. That will work. It'll help you get in front of them. That's objection number one. The second objection, the house isn't ready. Very common, right? So you get the objection. Hey, you know, we're just not ready to have you come over. We got a lot of work to do to the house. And I hear you. Getting a home ready for the market is a big chore. Just imagine what it would be like if someone gave you specific guidance to prep the property and get it ready for the market, most people are not sure what to do, and our clients have found this to be super helpful. So you're addressing everything. You're telling them you're going to help them. Then stop talking after you say all this. Let them respond. And they'll probably say something like, yeah, that, that would be great. So again, just imagine what it would be like if someone gave you specific guidance to prep the home so it would be ready for the market. And then you stop talking, let them respond, and then, great, when would be a good time to swing by and give you some advice and give you the guidance that you're looking for here? So when would be a good time? The reason you ask that question, it assumes that there is a good time. So that's objection number two. 
Objection number three, we don't know where to go. How many times have you heard this over the past 24, 36 months? It's very common. So we don't know where to go. Hey, I get it. This is something that most people are concerned about right now. The good news is that we've seen the month's supply of inventory is up over 30% in our local marketplace. So there's more options out there than you may really realize. Can you cut it so there's more options? So there's more options out there than you may even know about because the market tends to move pretty quickly and the best homes do sell fast. So would it help if we met to review how the increase in supply will affect your home search and how we can identify opportunities quickly? So you're asking them, hey, would it be okay if we met to discuss exactly your concern? So you're meeting them where they're at. You're actually addressing the objection and coming up with a plan to do it. And you walk them through your normal plan that you take for buyers to compete in the current market. We all know how to do that, especially the successful agents that are out there. So acknowledge, address, bring up the stats. A 30% bump in inventory in the Philadelphia suburban market is not something to be taken for granted. That's more homes available. A lot of people don't know that because the market's moving fast. So a great stat and data point that will help you get more appointments. And here's the last one. We've got an opportunity to sell the home to a friend of ours, or we've got an off-market sale that might be coming down the pike. This happens a lot more than I've ever seen it happen before in the current marketplace. So here's how to handle that. That's exciting. Off-market sales have some positives. Can I also tell you why they make me nervous? And they'll say yes. And I bet you're a bit like me, and you want to get as much money as you can out of your property when you sell it, right? Perfect. There's a study with Bright MLS. It's called the Off MLS Study. And, and Bright MLS is not just local to our area. It's a regional MLS. In fact, it's the second largest in the country. It covers D.C., Maryland, Virginia, South Jersey, Pennsylvania, obviously. So it's, it's a pretty large, pretty large region that is covered in the Bright MLS. And it shows that homes that are sold off MLS go for 13% less than what they could have gotten had they had someone aggressive like me marketing the property and getting you the right traffic so we can maximize the price. So, and off role play here for a second, let's assume this is a $500,000 home. So do you really want to leave $65,000 on the table? And then stop talking. Take the percentage and turn it into a number. 13%? or $65,000? What's getting your attention? I know what's, what's getting my attention, and it's the money that they could be losing if they go with an off-market sale. Show them the stats. Show them the data. None of these objection handlers here are that difficult. It's about answering questions and answering concerns. So here's the assignment. Role play these. Talk to people about them. Practice them, because if you don't practice them, when the objection comes up, you'll be fumbling and stumbling. You want to be able to deliver this clearly and concisely so when you get the at-bat, you get the opportunity, you're ready to knock it out of the park.